Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Well, let's start with the Prime Minister because he leaves for Mexico today. Yeah, experts are urging the leaders of Canada, the U.S., and Mexico to take a continental approach to this week's North American Leaders Summit. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, President Joe Biden, and Mexico's Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador, the so-called Three Amigos, will meet tomorrow in Mexico City. Eric Farnsworth, who leads the D.C. Office of the Council of the Americas and the Americas Society, says the continental vision is key to tackling the economic and foreign policy challenges of the post-pandemic pandemic world. Trudeau will meet with business leaders from across the continent later today before the summit gets underway in earnest. He and Lopez Obrador will both have separate bilateral meetings with Biden before the formalities get underway. On Wednesday, Trudeau will also give a keynote speech on Canada's relationship with Mexico before he sits down with his Mexican counterpart to discuss shared priorities like trade, investment, climate change, and Indigenous relations. Speaking of Mexico, they are trying to reassure Canadians that it's safe to visit. Yeah, the mayor of a Mexican city caught up in the recent wave of drug cartel violence has wasted little time reassuring Canadians that his city is safe for travelers. Mayor Edgar Gonzalez says many tourists who visited um, Matzlin and have returned to live there are even defending the city as being calm and relaxed. A number of Canadian tourists in the northwestern area of Mexico had to remain in their uh, hotels for several days because the violence had erupted. Last week's arrest of the alleged big-name leader of a drug cartel sparked violence that included burning cars, exchanging gunfire, and threats to essential infrastructure. But several airports that were forced to close have been reopened with flights resuming to cities in western Canada over the weekend. Let's talk about the three-year anniversary of the downing of the Ukrainian airliner in Iran, because that was yesterday. Yeah, accountability was a common theme among grieving relatives and political leaders seeking justice for the victims of downed flight PS752. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau joined Canadians across the country yesterday in marking three years since the Iranian military shot down the Ukrainian International Airlines flight as it took off from Tehran bound for Canada via Ukraine. The 176 lost souls included 85 Canadian citizens and permanent residents. In reaffirming Ottawa's commitment to justice, Trudeau told a ceremony in Toronto the tragedy happened because of the Iranian regime's, quote, heinous disregard for human life. Monday's train has already left, but if you take the GO train out of London, heads up. Yeah, if you take the GO train, you may have to run a little faster as Metrolinx makes a minor tweak to its schedule. Starting today, the doors on GO trains will close one minute before the departure time, a move Metrolinx says will help keep trains running on time. While the Provincial Transit Agency says it's been communicating the change to customers via the public address system, alerts, and on-train announcements since January 2nd, the news could be an unwelcome surprise to more casual commuters and those who are likely wrapping up their Christmas holidays and have had the last week off. Metrolinx says they'll be closely monitoring customers feedback on the change. Seems kind of a weird uh, change to make, but hey, whatever they want. Uh, you can now order booze through uh, Uber Eats on from LVLCBO, but not everyone is pleased with this development. Yeah, some 
restaurant owners across the province are raising the alarm after the LCBO's announcement that Ontarians will now be able to order booze through Uber Eats. Anyone 19 and older will have access to more than 500 different types of alcohol for delivery, everything from small beer kegs to bottles of champagne, as part of a limited-time pilot project, according to the LCBO. There will be a $5.49 delivery charge added to the cost of the order on the Uber Eats platform. While restaurants are taking issue with the new arrangement, Mothers Against Drunk Driving Canada has come out in support of the initiative, noting that it means drinkers won't be driving themselves. This is not the first time the LCBO has offered liquor delivery through an app. In December of 2020, the LCBO partnered with Skip the Dishes, but that move was quickly cancelled by the Ford government in a show of support for restaurants. And the headlines about Prince Harry will not end. Yeah, Prince Harry defended his decision to publish a memoir that exposes rifts inside the royal family, saying it's an attempt to own his story after 38 years of spin and uh, a distortion by others. Harry spoke to Britain's ITV and CBS's 60 Minutes to promote his book, Spare, which has generated headlines with its details of private emotional turmoil and bitter family resentments. In interviews broadcast yesterday, Harry accused members of the royal family of, quote, getting into bed with the devil to gain favorable tabloid uh, coverage, claimed his stepmother Camilla, the queen consort, had leaked private conversations to the media and said his family was complicit in his wife Meghan's pain and suffering. Royal officials haven't commented on any of the allegations, though allies have pushed back on the claims largely anonymously. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1793, Frenchman Jean-Pierre Blanchard, using a hot air balloon, flew between Philadelphia and Woodbury, New Jersey. In 1805, the Lower Canada Parliament began a session that dealt with prohibiting Sunday shopping and assessing a tax to pay for jails. In 1889, the Niagara Suspension Bridge collapsed during a storm. In 1899, Manitoba reached a record low of minus 52.8 Celsius. In 1927, 77 children died in a fire at the Laurier Palace Theatre in Montreal. It started as a small fire and firemen extinguished the blaze in a few minutes. However, in the panic to escape the building, many children piled up the bases of the stairways. 12 were crushed to death and 64 were asphyxiated. 1949, marathon runner Tom Longboat died near Brantford. He was 61. Longboat won the 1907 Boston Marathon and went on to a successful professional running career during the First World War. He served as a dispatch runner in France. In 1956, the first Dear Abby column was published. In 1967, the Confederation Train, a mobile museum of Canadian history, left Victoria, B.C. after being officially unveiled by Secretary of State Judy Lamar. The train made 83 stops across Canada until December the 4th. In 1969, the Concorde supersonic jet was flown for the first time in Bristol, England. In 2003, the Ottawa Senators filed for bankruptcy protection as the troubled franchise struggled to manage their huge debts. In 2007, the final report was released in the SARS outbreak that killed 44 people in the Toronto area in 2003. It said those involved in the response failed to ensure the safety of healthcare workers who continued to become infected throughout the four months of the virus-plagued Ontario hospitals. On this day in 2020, Justin Trudeau said intelligence from multiple sources indicated an Iranian surface air-to-missile struck the Ukrainian International Airlines flight, causing it to crash shortly after taking 
takeoff from Tehran. And on this day in 2020, Bob Saget, the former star of Full House and a comedian, of course, died at the age of 65. Happy birthday to rocker Jimmy Page turns 79. Actor Jim J.K. Simmons is 68. Former Toronto Raptor Muggsy Bogues turns 58 today. Rapper Sean Paul is 50. Backstreet Boy A.J. McLean is 45. And Kate Middleton, speaking of the royal family, is 41.